1: Today, we have Dave Gagan on with us. He received a BA in mathematics and a BS in master's degrees in electrical engineering, which led him to a high-powered, fulfilling, and successful career. But he still spent his spare time plagued by the most basic questions of who am I, where am I, and why am I here? After a lifetime of study, a consistent pattern of wisdom began to emerge and separate itself from the rest. It was a world of metaphysics. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Dave. I'm so glad to have you here on this this subject in this conversation.
0: But thank you, Barbara. Thank you for having me.
1: So the first question is, what is metaphysics?
0: Uh, metaphysics uh meta means beyond. And physics, of course, is uh, is is the world that science looks at. So it's really looking at beyond the physical world. So it, it, metaphysics includes really everything, everything that you can think of. It includes religion, obviously science. It includes uh, ESP, paranormal phenomena. Anything that you can think of is a candidate to be thrown into the metaphysics pot and, uh, and thought about. I, I uh, think of metaphysics as spirituality. And uh, spirituality, a lot of people look at it and they say, well, that's religion. Well, not to me, it isn't. Spirituality is we are spirits uh, having a life uh, experience. Therefore, everything that we do and function with is spiritual. And metaphysics covers all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you had one the in science and then and then. That couldn't answer your questions, is what it looks like to me.
0: Well, that's exactly right. I,
1: the bigger
0: world. It, it did. Uh, you know, I, I, I looked at it all. I, You know, I started out in science, but, uh, you know, uh, science wasn't getting it done for me. You know, and I studied, uh, you know, quantum mechanics and relativity and all that stuff. And yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked it. But uh, my dad, when I was a kid my, and on high school, my dad would give me these books. He'd read them. He'd read things like Velikovsky's World and Collision. And he'd say, what do you think of this? So I'm 14 years old and I'm reading this thing and I'm going, good grief. What is this all about? And he'd give me things on Aku Aku, which is Easter Island and the pyramids. And, you know, and I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? So he kind of got me into looking at things and and that's kind of the way I spent my life is trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, and and yeah. so I searched, I I searched religions, I read, you know, and I found that the farther back you went into religion, whether it be Christianity or Hinduism or Buddhism or whatever, uh, the more similar the religions were. They got separated and became different over time, but their early the early teachings. Were very very similar. You take Krishna and and uh, Christ and uh, Buddha, their teachings were very very similar. Uh, it's just you, you wouldn't recognize that with the religions that you know that you that you have today, because it's all the differences that people keep trying to point out that makes the religions different. Because that's what. What the people that are running the religion want you know they want to separate themselves so that the people will come and uh you know be in their in their church or you know right i always found that religion had to
1: have i always found that a religion had to have an other almost an enemy
0: <laughs> yeah
1: an you're other right to, yeah so yeah. that they could be separate and have their own tribe yeah but when you went back to all of them, you found them similar. What was similar? What did you? Well, what were the basics that you found?
0: Well, I, I think they, you know, that they were based on they were based on love. They were based on uh, that you know we're all the same, we're all equal, we're all spirits having a life experience. You know, there's you know just the just the basis of you know of how to live your life you know beliefs and expectations are what it's all about and uh you know you need to uh take care of other people and you know and and be good and kind to other people and you know just the, the basics of life are are you know are, are the same things that uh krishna said and jesus said uh you know in some of the old books that you know the uh, uh, Bhagavad Gita. I don't know if you've ever read that. That's the old Hindu text. It's a fabulous.
1: I do know text. of the book, but I haven't
0: read it. Okay, it's a, it, it's a, it it gives you a, uh, 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 the the basically it says the same things as Jesus said and the same things as Buddha said. So, you know, it's it's just you know the the early religions, they all believed in reincarnation. Um, uh, you know, um. And now it's mostly the Eastern religions do, but but Christianity uh, and, and Judaism, I mean, for the first 500 years, they all believed in reincarnation. Okay. So, you know, so a lot of the beliefs are very, 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 very similar. It's just that you wouldn't know it today.
1: As we pulled away from those beliefs, um, what did it do to us? You know, I know, let's say I was brought up Catholic, so I know with the Catholic, as they pulled away from reincarnation, I knew they sat in a meeting and said, we don't have control over these people because they keep saying they'll do it next time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) I'll do that next time. (laughs) And so they got rid of reincarnation. That's my belief.
0: (laughs) Well, I I agree with you 100%. Yeah, Yeah, to
1: get control.
0: yeah, they did it about uh, 450 uh, uh, A.D. You know, and uh, you know the uh, I forget who was it at the time who made that decision, and he called everybody together, all the bishops together, and they sat down and decided that no, no, we, we need we need to uh, not give people a second chance. We're gonna we're gonna use fear to control these yeah. people and that's really what it did it it added a huge amount of fear to everybody yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, everybody that believed in those the, you know that religion
1: mm mm-hmm. is that true of all religions or just like i talked about catholic or christianity
0: no i think i think it's uh i th- i think it's universal that's how you control people you control people right. through fear and and that's uh you know, that's what uh, that's what they tried to do. You know, Buddhism was a reformation of Hinduism, Hinduism, uh, just like Christianity is a reformation from Judaism. You know, they you know, they uh, uh, you know, Buddha came down and he said, hey, uh, you know, this isn't working that this isn't right. And, uh, you know, so he would he tried to get them all back on uh, you know back on an even keel and that's just what jesus did he came down and he tried to get everybody back in line and saying hey you know saying so, it's funny for you know with with jesus he comes down and everybody says yeah he was mad at the temples so let's tear down the temple so what they do they put up a church change, put up a temple called it a church just change the name yeah. and there you are and that's exactly what he didn't want you to do but they did mm-hmm. it anyway So wow uh, you know that's kind of the, the nature of the beast
1: when you say they came down, where did they come from?
0: They, uh, uh, these were entities that that had had been on that had been on this planet before, and they had they were very advanced, and they moved, moved on. And uh, there are uh, uh, seven fields of creation, if you will, in our universe, and one of them is the physical plane. And then uh, the other is the astral plane or a other is the, an astral plane. And that's where you go when you die. You simply move into the astral plane. And, and then <clears throat> you go back and forth between the astral plane and the physical plane when you're reincarnating. So when you go back and forth, after a while, you've completed all your physical reincarnations and then you move on the causal plane, in other words, you and your the other people that you're working with, you know, when everybody completes it as an entity, they move on to the causal plane. And then after the causal plane, they move on to the mental plane. So you go through this cycle for all the fields of creation, and then there's a messianic plane, and that's the one that Jesus came from. And he had advanced to that point, and he came down and tried to teach from that level. And then the Budaic plane is the last one, and that's where Buddha taught from. So that's where they came from. They had they they were very uh, high-level spirits that had moved on and uh, knew a great deal and, and came down to try to help help mankind. So that's where they came from, the spiritual world. But that's where everything comes from, isn't it, the spiritual world? But they came from a certain place in the spiritual world. I don't know yeah. where Krishna came from. Quite frankly,
1: and um, are we like the lowest level? <laughs> or no, we're, not even, said, we we're, we're not even we're not even
0: close to tween. the lowest level.
1: No no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. We we with the you know uh, the other thing is that uh, what what is not realized all that often is that there's only one thing that exists, and that's conscious energy, and that conscious energy grows and evolves over time. So everything that exists is conscious energy, but some conscious energy is a lot less conscious than other conscious energy. For example, an atom is conscious energy, but its consciousness is way below what you and I are. Well, at one time, that was our level of consciousness. So we've come a long way. We've come through the mineral, uh, we've come to the plants, we've come to the lower level animals, and now here's where we are, which is in, sentient, in a sentient soul, which is, I don't know, halfway up, I don't know if it's halfway, but we've been doing this for hundreds of millions of years, probably billion, hundreds of billions of years, and there's other beings that are way, way above us, and that would be the Tao or you know, other higher level spirits, and they're the ones that are helping us and guiding us. So there's a, there's a huge disparity between the the lower level, very low level, and the very high level. But we're all evolving. Everything, all of conscious energy is evolving. And we're just part of that. So, no, we've come a long way. We have a long way to go. But then we have forever to do it, right? It's eternal.
1: Do we start from nothing? Or where's our no, beginning? Where's consciousness you, you, you just,
0: beginning? consciousness begins when the dormant energy energy becomes active and, and the dormant energy is the best of my knowledge i can't guarantee it but i think it's infinite now it may not be but it's if it isn't infinite it's close and something has to spark that energy now once one spark has been uh, has has become active then it Sparks another another piece of the dormant energy, and another and another, so it keeps going. So so, dormant energy. Now you know there's a huge amount of energy out there as as anybody could see. All I got to do is look at the physical world and imagine how much energy is there. So we've all come from this from this initial spark, and that initial spark has grown into. You can call them God if you want, or the tower. Universal consciousness or all there is, all that is, uh, you know, there's, you know, you can call it anything you want. But but that's where we come from. We come from a a piece of dormant energy that has been activated and then evolved.
1: And can we slide backwards? (laughs) No. As we evolve, no. can we kind of devolve? no no no
0: no no, and that's and that's where Hinduism is. You know, that's the fear that Hinduism likes to put in. Right? They say, well, you know, if you're not good and you don't, you know, you aren't nice to the upper class, the upper mm-hmm. caste system, then uh, you'll come back as a as a bull, or you'll come back as a donkey, or you'll come. Well, that's nonsense. Yeah. You know, yeah. you you reach a certain level and you can't go back because you've evolved to a certain level we have evolved to a to a sentient soul and therefore we're not going back
1: um in spite of what they
0: say huh <laughs> in spite yeah forget it it's yeah. uh it's just uh that's a way of controlling their people that's all
1: so do you believe most religions are control I have to admit I do believe that that most oh, religions
0: have left
1: their they're yeah. the basic belief or the basic concept, and have become a um, man-made, woman-made, whatever human-made control yeah. entity. I
0: think that's. I think that's absolutely true. I think Buddhism is probably the best. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Buddhist, and I and I still and 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 I and I and I don't believe in in some of their things. But if you look at it, you know, from a a broader perspective, it's probably the best of what's going on in religion today but you're better off you know religion has a place but religion what religion needs to do it needs to say hey you know i don't have all the answers but you know but we, we need to search for them together and we need as a group to see if we can figure out what's going on here and and until they do that they're going to start losing more and more and more people because people look at it, and I mean, I I remember when I was fifteen years old, and I was brought up an Episcopalian, and you know, and I remember sitting in church in the pews and looking at the stained glass windows and the priest in all his fancy garb and all of this stuff, and uh, and I thought to myself, I don't know what the answer is, but this isn't it. Right,
1: I had the same thought actually, and around the same time, but mine was based on. A child could be born um, with uh, physical challenges or, you know, something. And why him and not me? You know, and of course, according to the Catholic Church, well, he did something bad. (laughs) And this is a baby born. Where could he have done something bad? (laughs) Right. Because they
0: don't allow reincarnation. Right. So so now they're really stuck, you know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
0: yeah so uh but you know the interesting thing is uh we uh we choose uh these uh uh, problems that we are born with they they aren't thrown on us we choose them and we everything that uh, that we have in our life we chose and and now some of it can be karmic right so you might say okay that's a tough life well you know some of these lives are tough lives but you know, they've made their choice that they want to have a tough life. And if it's karmic, then they have to learn from the experience, not being punished. They have to learn from the experience. But if you're if you're very low level uh, and I'm talking relative to humanity, if you are inexperienced, you're a young soul, then you might have a hard life because you've made some uh, uh, you know, you've know, you done some things that you um, uh, you know, you, you're paying paying back for and learning from or you could be a very advanced soul that says, I want to experience that. I want to experience what it's like to be, uh, you know, to have this difficult life. So, you know, a, a, you know, most of the people that are, you know, having normal lives like you and I are more in the middle. But the very advanced souls can come back in very difficult situations uh, from our perspective. And the younger souls can cause themselves to, you know, have have difficult lives while they're learning and, and evolving.
1: What do you think karma is then? If it it's not a punishment kind of system.
0: No, no, no. It's a learning tool. Karma is if you if you end up uh interfering with somebody's life, you know, we do and you know pre-life planning, and we do a lot of things to get prepared for our life, and that we put a lot of energy into it. And then we go and we get born, and we grow up. We you know we go to a certain extent. We put a lot of energy in. And if somebody comes along, and and prevents us from executing our life plan, then they uh, they owe us that energy. And what it boils down to is us learning through that because we've done something foolish that prevented somebody else from having their life uh, or executing their life the way they wanted to execute it, and therefore uh, they have to, uh, you know, they they you know you owe them, uh, you know, what what you take away from them. So it's a learning tool. It's absolutely not a uh, a punishment. There there is. There is no such thing as a punishment. You know, when we go through a life and we have a bad life, um, you know, and then we die, uh, we had all these plans to do things and nobody was ever planned to be a terrorist or a criminal or a murderer. You know, that's when we've gotten off off track. But when you go, when you die and you go there and, and you know, nobody says, uh, you know, you know, you know, you screwed up big time and you don't get any attaboys if you did real well. They just say, okay, here's where you are now. Now let's move on from here, for better or for worse. You know, we're, you're trying to be evolved and we're gonna try to help you evolve. So if you need to learn certain things, fine, we'll set that up for you, uh, you know, to learn. Uh, so, you know, it's it's strictly a, you know, this is this is what you did in life and, and there we go. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, a lot of these terrorists and criminals and such, they die young and there's not an axe. That's not an I say, they die young. I
1: say, you don't you don't ever see an old terrorist. <laughs> no, you don't.
0: And and what's happening is the soul is saying, hey, we 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 got to move on. We're racking up. Some, we're racking up some karma that I'm going to have to deal with. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, when you when you're born, And when you put your pre-life plan together, one of the things that you decide is when you're going to die. So you know when you're going to be born. You also know when you're going to die. Now, so they're called exit points. So it depends on what life you choose because we have multiple lives that we choose, multiple types of lives, multiple experiences that we could, that we could go through. You know, we pick our, we pick our parents, we pick our spouses. Well, you know, the parents that you pick might not have any kids. You know, we got free will. So you got to pick multiple parents and that and each one would be a different set of experiences. The spouse may, uh, you know, may, you know, the spouse that you might have planned to uh, uh, marry or, or live with or whatever, they may have found somebody else. So So, you know, you have all these options that you have and each option, there's a different exit point. So depending on, what you've chosen in life, and then if life goes terribly wrong, like it would, we're talking about criminals and terrorists, right? Then you know, the soul can step in and say, Hey, wait a minute, you know, we're not getting this right. So, so there's that, you know, so we have all these options that we don't think of, we don't realize that we have these options.
1: So, before we come in, we do a plan. But is it we us do. doing a plan or is it others that are planning for us?
0: Oh, it's uh, it's us. Like but a you monster. have to understand. Yeah, I must understand who us is. Us is our soul. And our soul is much greater than this ego that you and I uh, are aware of, that you and I think are an I. Well, we're, that's that's the I that we have here on this planet. But it's not the I the real I, which is the soul. So the soul creates the personality. So what the soul does is soul says, okay, these are the experiences that I want in this next life. And then it says, all right, let's try to create a personality that will give us those experiences. So for example, the soul wants to see things from all different angles. So it might say, and to use the common terms that we see in the newspaper every day, might say, I want to be a conservative this time and re- look at all the problems from a conservative perspective. Uh, because last time I was a liberal and I saw them from that side. And if I wasn't a liberal last time, then it'd probably be a liberal next time. In other words, and I'm just using this as an example. You know, it can be religious mm-hmm. and secular. It can be all these things, but the but the spirit the 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 soul wants to have uh, multiple experiences and they may not be life after life you know the life that i'm living uh so michael tells me uh the last one that had the most effect on this life was 500 years ago when my youngest daughter and i were professors in a hungarian uh uh, university and that Mm -hmm. at the time she was teaching math which she says math. I don't even do math, you know, these days. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and and I was teaching something like sociology or something. And and I knew at the time that what I was teaching people was wrong, but I didn't know what was right. And now in this life, I've been able to come back and see what, uh, uh, what this life uh, is all about. And I explain uh, all of these things that we're talking about in our eternal existence, which is which is the new book, you know, a metaphysical perspective Your of new reality. book, yeah. yeah. And
1: we'll go I, over, know. you know, where we can get that, and you know, all of that okay. to make right. sure that everybody knows your right. new book and where to get it. Because it, your new book is chock full. It's fascinating. Um, but I wanted to ask, too, can we choose to come back as a criminal or as a terrorist to see it from that side where it's not that we got lost, but we're perfectly on plan you could you know what i mean
0: you could you can choose anything you want but you got to be very careful that you're not racking up uh um uh you know karma so what you would do is you would come back and say okay i'll be a terrorist and i and i will uh I, i will have uh uh certain people that i you know that owe me so and so uh, because what they've done to me in the past, and I will deal with just them. I think it would be a very unusual set of circumstances to to do that. Extremely unusual. But we can do anything we want. We have free will, and I think that's that's that would be a dangerous course to take because you know you could go go way wrong. You know, being a terrorist, or you know, you know, you could make a lot of mistakes and. Uh, uh, I, I I've, I've never seen anything anywhere that anybody has chosen that path, but you can choose any path you want.
1: Um, cause that to me would
0: be a totally different view. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's um, a different yeah. view. All right. That's a different yeah, view. Yeah. That's got, that's got a huge amount of aggression in it, you know, and, uh, you know, it's one thing to have a, you know, terrorists are generally, uh, uh, you know, have have some belief, some religious belief that they bought into. And uh, and so uh, and then, you know, and a lot of people have these type of beliefs, but they don't have the aggression to go with it. It's when mm-hmm. you have these extremely strong beliefs and you have this aggression uh, and greed is, uh, you know, obviously part of it. You have a lot of characteristics. That would lead you to do some of these things that, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, we're going to be a real problem for you that uh, have to deal with in future lives.
1: Yeah. in choosing to be born to parents who have these kind of beliefs. Why would anybody choose to do that? Because you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation if you and you kids are. do imprint their parents belief, you know, so yes, they do. Yeah. Um, You're putting yourself into a dangerous situation by even being born. And why would everybody not just be born rich and easy and a perfect life? Because they
0: want to experience other things. And just Mm -hmm. because you're a a terrorist kid doesn't make you a terrorist. It might make it difficult for you, but other things make it difficult for you, too. So some of these terrorists, you know, weren't necessarily born to terrorists you know parents mm. they just have other no, energies don't. in them that allow them uh to go and act in certain ways
1: um when you're you come into the world it's one soul one body but does that ever change is there ever any multiple souls in one body <laughs> And each what body. is mental illness,
0: each, I guess? Each. Okay. Well, that's another sassy question. Let me let me go back yeah, to this, no. one, well, this, this last one. Sorry it's, about it's, that. Yeah. Too many enough. rabbit holes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what we come in with is we come in with a uh, part. Our conscious is divided into three different focuses. And one of the focuses is uh, what I call in the book and uh, in, in our eternal existence. I call it the ego. And uh, the ego is focused on the physical world. But there's a number of different neurological consciousnesses within our, our, our personality. And the ego is the one that is, that is dominant right now. But the ego that was dominant when you were a child may not and probably is not the ego that's running you right now and when you're in your middle of your business world which i was for a while uh i probably had a different ego running that particular control uh, running the business world than i i probably have now now you can't tell the difference i can't so within you there are many many different different psychological entities and all your past lives are in your subconscious, which is the second one, right? We got the ego, we got the subconscious, which in the subconscious has one big function is to run your body. And we all know that and science uh, will agree with that. But then there's a uh, the other thing that the subconscious has that uh, science uh, is struggling to understand is that's where all your past life egos are. So within you, you have these subordinate, and they're subordinate for this life, not necessarily for uh, every life, and they obviously weren't subordinate when they were running uh, a, past, a past life. life. And, and so <clears throat> you have these within you. So within you is a very, very complex psychological structure that, that you don't see and you don't recognize. So are these different people? Uh, no, it's you. It's you. Just are much more complicated than you think you are. And then our th- the third part is the soul, and that's really the real I. See, the ego is the I you think is you, and then the soul is your real I. When you die, there is a survival personality. Okay, and the survival personality is it goes back into. The dominant uh, uh, soul, and and therefore <clears throat> it still functions. It still does what it wants to do, uh, and it still evolves on its own. But it's working as a team member with the other psychological uh, entities that are uh, uh, in in your in your uh, soul, in your psychological makeup. So so the question that you asked me is very difficult to answer because, and are there multiple lives? Yeah, and a a soul can create more than one personality at a time. If you have a very developed soul, you might set up multiple personalities on the same planet at the same time, or may not even be the same planet. It may be somewhere else in some other reality. So the souls are capable of doing that. Is that what's called here. parallel lives? I mean, you could call it parallel lives. I, 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 I don't call that parallel lives, but uh, you know, I, 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 you know, parallel lives are, are what is, um, you know, just, well, it, it, parallel lives are a hard thing to define. You know, I, I, Mm-hmm. I don't really have a good I don't understand it. that's why them. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah well, it, you know it's it doesn't fall in the realm of these things it you can it can mean it can mean many things to many people.
1: So so we do just not incarnate here, but we can incarnate on different planets and have different experiences
0: without a doubt. Both of my both of my children, uh, Michael says, Uh, started out on a different planet and then that planet on their first incarnation in this cycle a physical uh, incarnation and that planet became uninhabitable for sentient beings for the experience that their soul wanted them to have so they as a group as a large group after a life or two decided to move on to another planet and it came here so yeah and and you know, you do these cycles, and as I said, we cycle through all of these fields of creation, right? The the seven fields of creation, Then we go back into the Tao, and then we go do it again if we want. And one cycle through is a grand cycle, defined as a grand cycle. And as you and as you go through uh, more uh, uh, more times, you'd never pick the same planet to come back to. Even if you want you wanted to be a sentient being, you wouldn't come back to Earth. You come back to Earth for our, our reincarnations in this physical cycle, and there might be 50, 100 of them. But if you after you transfer through the causal and the and the mental and the messianic and cetera planes, and then you go back to the Tao, you might say, gee, I'd like to have another sentient experience, but you know, your soul and your spirit would never say, "Well, let's go back to Earth." It wouldn't happen. And go to another planet. For so a
1: larger experience, experience or
0: different. a different, a different yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just different.
1: Yeah. Um. One thing you mentioned, Michael, twice, and we talked about Michael and Seth before we got on the radio. Actually, um, in your when you did your research and and you investigated all the the belief systems and religion and all of that but you also went to some channelers you want to tell us about that part
0: yeah channeling is interesting uh some people are capable of talking to people in other in other uh uh um uh, in other physical fields and and when somebody dies and if you want to talk to them they're they're Almost assuredly in the astral field, and you'd go, and that's where you go through, uh, you know, just um, you know, medium of some sort uh, that you could do. But there are beings, uh, and they're groups. They're called entities, and there's like a thousand souls in them, and they move together, and they came here together, and they worked with each other, you know, on life after life, and
1: then is that they what moved people call on. soul families?
0: Yeah. You know, where people say, Is that my soul yeah. family? Yeah. yeah. And your soul family would be an entity of a thousand souls. Now you may have some smaller soul families, but you know, and you have, might have bigger soul families because as you know, the you know, there are multiple entities would get together, and you know, by the time you get get out to the mental field, the messianic field, you've got a bunch of these different entities together. So um so what um uh so, so Michael and Seth are, are entities that are in the causal uh, field. And And the causal field spends a lot of time trying to educate humanity. And that's why uh, these entities are, uh, uh, you know, there's so many of them that will that, that will work through channels to bring the information to us. And they've been doing this for, beginning of mankind and uh shepherd hoodwin who uh who wrote the uh forward in uh, our eternal uh, existence he was the uh, channel for michael and a fascinating guy uh and uh it, it was i've had a, lo- a lot of different uh sessions with him and it was you know he's you know he used to say hey dave i love your sessions because everybody wants to talk about themselves when they come to come to michael but uh you want to talk about how the world works and he says you know i I don't have that experience very often so uh so anyway yeah that's what these uh these channels are now you can channel other things but basically it's it's you know you being able to tie yourself psychologically into uh another entity and that entity will be able to use you usually your mouth but you know can be automatic writing and such like that and they'll, and they'll get that information. You get their that information from them and you can ask them questions on anything. And, uh, and they'll give you the answers. You can ask for short or long answers. You want the long answer. You want the short answer. Well, I usually go for the short answer because I had all so many answers, so many questions that, uh, I'd like the shorter answer. So I get more questions in, but yeah, that's basically what channeling and, and Seth is, uh, the same thing. He, you know, he channeled through Jane Roberts, uh, about 50 years ago there are other people that you know that say that they're channeling Seth right now um I don't know if they are or aren't but that's what that's what they say and a lot of people out there that channel
1: did you in your research did you run into channels that you really kind of didn't
0: believe them or worried about I've, I've, I've run in yeah I've run into people that I question whether they uh they had it right or not, and uh, you know, I'll tell you if you want to, if you want to find somebody, if if you you know channelings are channel channel is a more difficult task. You know, a lot of people they're just trying to figure out is is you know what happens at death, and mm-hmm. and if you've lived for very long, um, and you don't have to live that long. And you had a relationship with somebody that died. I mean, a close relationship. It might be a spouse. It might be a parent. It might be a child. It might be a close friend. But somebody that you really understand and know. If you go to a medium and you ask that medium, all you tell them is your name, the name of the and your relationship with the individual that you want to contact. And the individual will show up. If this is a real medium, the individual will show up and they will tell that in medium things that that medium couldn't possibly know that, you know, now, if you're trying to talk to George Washington, you're, you're dead meat because there's nothing that, you know, that, you know, with George Washington that somebody couldn't convince you of. But if it's your spouse or your parent, they'll say things that they know only you and they know and the medium couldn't know. And if this medium cannot produce that type of information, move on to another medium. So you can, it's very easy to, to determine if they can or if they can't, but you got to just sit there and you got to just listen. And you can't, you can't give them signs. You can't say, oh yeah, that's good. You know? Oh yeah. Just got to sit there, you know, with a, with a flat face, uh, you know, listening to, uh, uh, what they say and it, but only you can be convinced only you can be convinced who that person is that they're talking to but they they, they want to come i mean you know it's very easy for me to you know talk to my my wife who died six years ago you know I, I know it's her because there are things that she and i knew that uh and talked about that nobody else would know so it's it's very easy and then dad shows up one of them my parents showed up and he said things that only he would know the medium didn't even know he was going to show up but and then he said say things that you know so you can it's very easy to convince yourself that there's life after death that's a piece of cake but most people not most people a lot of people they you know they they get the attitude they say hey you can't know well if you're convinced you can't know, then you can't know. Other people can know, but you can't know. If you're convinced you can't know, believe me, you know you won't know. But if you're open-minded and say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to go see if I can, you know, prove to myself," because uh, only you can educate yourself. This is it. You know, my my book, Our Eternal Existence, it gives you all the places to go and to look for for uh, you know. Uh, spiritual ideas, but only you can do it. You have to, you know, it's a personal journey. Evolution is a personal journey. So you can get all these good ideas and such, but if you don't take the journey, then you're not going to evolve, you know, at that period of time and in that way. I mean, you'll evolve eventually, but, you know, and and not that you won't evolve in other ways. You know, I mean, our life is full of, you know, things that we learn But if you want to, if you want to learn spiritual stuff, you know you have to take it upon yourself to do it. Nobody else can do it for you.
1: If you're not on that quest in this lifetime, is it because you're not evolved, or because in this lifetime you chose not to
0: look at that, or both? I I I think it's, I think as you get more, uh, as your soul gets older. Uh, which happens you know, life after life, personality after personality. As it gets to the old age stage, it's, it starts having more of an interest in that type of thing. I think the very young souls, really, they're fascinated with the physical world. And, and so there's five different ages that we go through here on here on, in the physical plane. There's the infant, there's the baby, there's the young, there's the mature, and there's the old. And then once you've, and, and each one of them has seven different levels in it. So you start at level one for each one of your things, and you work your way through to seven. And it usually takes you at least one life to get to move on from one to the other. It can take you more, uh, and it often does, but you you evolve and you move on. So, so I, I find that most of the people, that I come in contact with that are very interested in this stuff have had multiple grand cycles and have had uh, are are well into uh, the 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 uh uh you know the number of soul the personalities that the soul has created in this life but but you might not I mean you could be an older soul and, and say hey I want to focus on something else and I don't care about this stuff in this life. But I think the, the 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 more natural thing is the older the soul, the more you're interested in what's going on. You know, how's mm-hmm. all this work?
1: How is, it, how is it that some people can connect to the other side or can connect to, let's say, um, their psychic abilities or whatever, and then others can't? Is that it,
0: part of their development where they are or could it be anywhere we have our five outer senses right that everybody knows about right Mm -hmm. and then we also have an inner sense and the inner sense is fascinating but it's usually uh hidden from us because it gets it gets buried by all the outer senses sense data well uh those inner senses, like uh, telepathy, is one of the big you know, parts of the inner sense, and that's how these people are communicating. Uh, when a medium comes and they get information from uh, a dearly departed, they're getting it through uh, telemetry or telepathy, and and that telepathy is um, you know that's a that's a sense that you you know you can develop and strengthen. Some people come come to, uh, um, you know, this planet and they're usually uh, the, the more evolved souls and, uh, you know, from the more evolved souls and uh, their personality has got, has got that particular sense or developed. So that's all they're doing is they're using their uh, telepathic uh, inner sense and some can use it better than others. And you can work on it. You can make it, you know, more and more, you know, strengthen it. Everybody can. Mm-hmm. You've got to get into a pretty good trance, you know, to do it, to get it kicked off and started. But you can, uh, you know, you can you can learn to do it and you can certainly uh, expand the, your capabilities, you know, in this area. But that's what they're doing. They're just working with their inner sense.
1: Now, uh, we talked about this a little bit before you chose to research rather than develop your your Um, I don't want to call it inner knowing because as you researched, you knew it something Uh, inside of you. You knew this to be true, but you didn't develop your own ability to channel or to be a medium or to
0: any of those things. That's very true. I, I chose the other uh, uh, um, path um, because it just uh, seemed to be, you know, part of, you know, what I, plan to do in this life so mm-hmm. you know you pick a certain certain path and you follow what you know what it was so you know i wanted to look and see how how it all worked and i mean i used all those other paths i just never spent the time developing them myself
1: well, one thing i want to ask and, and i've asked myself this is the telepathy for a medium how do you know it's a, it's not telepathy from you um, versus from
0: the other side. I'm not sure I understand you know that I mean? question.
1: Okay, it is so let's say from the
0: other side. It is. Yeah, the other side's if... telling you, and you're uh, you know, you can you you can think your question. You know, a medium doesn't have to speak it. They can think it just like they're getting their information. And they're they're actually some of them and they they, you know, a good medium can actually see. Uh, you know, these, uh, you know, these other spirits, you know, they don't see them as clear as you and I see the physical world, but they can, you know, they they can see it through their inner senses. You know, when you die, right, you can still see, but you don't have your eyes, right? But you can still see Mm -hmm. because your inner sense allows you to do that. See, smell, you know, touch.
1: Um, As you go through these cycles, um, can you get lost, can you kind of just get lost and, and wander, I guess? Or number
0: one, you no, know? you can't. But I but which cycle are you referring to? Because oh, I've the talked grand about the song. cycles,
1: I guess. The, the, the grand
0: cycle? Yeah. No. You can't you can't get lost in a grand cycle. You can't get lost. You can't get lost anywhere. Believe me, you can't mm-hmm. get lost anywhere. You can get stuck in a, a few places, you know, apparitions, ghosts, those are those are basically people that have died and the physical body died but they their consciousness there's a big chunk of their consciousness that couldn't let go of the physical field what you have to do is you have to stop focusing on the physical field and focus on the astral field but some some individuals could be animals too uh, in certain cases are so focused on the physical field And they feel they have things to do that they, you know, they might feel responsible for somebody else. They might feel that they didn't complete the karma that they came for. Whatever it is, they're so uh, enamored and tied in to the physical field, they can't let go. So part of them goes, part of their consciousness goes, but some of it stays and stays focused on the physical field. They can't do anything. You can't touch, you know, you can touch something, but your hand goes right through it. Uh, but, uh, you know, so you can, you know, you can get yourself, uh, uh, slightly delayed, but sooner or later, you know, you move on, you know, the, the spiritual world helps you get mm-hmm. through it. You know, you transfer.
1: about evil
0: entities? There's some real evil, it seems
1: like in the world.
0: Uh, ev- ev- evil doesn't exist. Uh, ignorance. There's some staggeringly ignorant, uh, consciousness out there but evil evil is something that you know can't be corrected right Mm -hmm. evil is something that's bad through and through and there's no consciousness that is like that the evil doesn't exist it's just massive ignorance and uh you know they're so ignorant they appear evil but uh they do some really foolish things but no there there are no evil entities not truly evil
1: is at any point Do we complete all of this? And if we do, what happens? Where do we
0: go then? Well, you complete it to a certain extent, right? You have eternity to, uh, you keep learning forever. But you might say, and you will say at a certain point, I'm done with these sentient lives. I want to go do something else. So you might, next time around, next grand cycle, you might say, hey, I'm going to go you know, learn how to operate a star. So, or, you know, you know, I'm going to go be a planet somewhere and such, you know, and I'm going to work with people that are with individual souls that, you know, are trying to learn that stuff. But there's so many different, we live in an illusion, right? And, and every one of these different uh, fields of creation is an illusion. Well, this is just a very small number. There are, there are, I, I wouldn't even. I had. I, I. I don't know enough to guess how many, but there are millions of these different illusions that you can ch- choose to go live in and experience, and th- that experience will be very different than this experience. So you'll do the some of those somewhere along the line. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's other places that you, you can go, and you decide, and and the more you evolve. So what we're doing, we've picked a a very difficult way to evolve. And what we're doing is uh, we've picked one of the most difficult challenges that you could possibly have by coming here. And, And we did that so we would evolve faster. This is supposed to be a fast track because the more evolved you are, the more interesting things get and the more opportunities that you have to go experience other things. So we've chosen this very difficult path. In order to evolve faster and 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 so that we can experience other things. So we have to be pretty
1: evolved to begin with to choose this.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're more evol- evolved than most of the angels. Because the angels, they're 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 looking at this and they're helping us, and they're saying, I'm not sure I want to dip my toe into that fine mess down there. I think I'll just sit here and watch it for a while. Now, the archangels is a little bit different because they've already had sentient experiences uh, like this. And they're, uh, you know, and they're more more advanced and you know, but they're here to help us. But, yeah, you're right. We're, we are far greater than, than we can ever possibly imagine when we think about our soul. And we're just all we see is this tiny little piece of our soul.
1: You know, I hate to stop it, but I have to stop it. <laughs> Will you, you know, this is such a huge book and far ranging and, and complicated in many ways, but enlightening. Would you um, tell everybody where they can get hold of your book and, and okay.
0: what you have the, coming up? The book is Our Eternal Existence It's a metaphysical perspective of reality. And uh, it's just been uh, released on December. Uh, first here in the united states and over most of the world december 1st of 2023 and you can get it on amazon you can go to my website which is davidgagan.com, and it's david and it's g-a-g-g-i-n g-a-g-g-i-n.com so you can go there and you can and, and, and there's a place that it says, buy the book. And you can just click on that, and it'll take you right to the book. Also, has my, my website has all my old radio shows on it that I, that I used to do. And uh, you can also buy my, my first book, The Endless Journey. And uh, that's on there as well. Uh, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can get it you know, in a number of places. Amazon's probably the easiest and fastest and quickest way to get it. But again, it's Our Eternal Existence, A Metaphysical Perspective of Reality by David Kagan, G-A-G-G-I-N. And uh, I would encourage people to read it. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a a type of book, uh, I've had a number of people read it. They gave me great reviews and they said, I just finished it, five out of five, I'm gonna start reading it again. Because you have to, I put so much in the book. I tried to explain to people, how all this stuff works and, and what's important in life. So I, I start out with the, uh, with, with the universe and how, how, you know, where it came from and what it's all about. And my work right through to how to live a better life. And there's a lot of stuff in the book. And if you read through it, you know, what you can do is you can, you know, you really, that'll give you a broad perspective, but then go, go pick the areas that, that you're particularly interested in you'll find out a whole bunch of that in that in that area. It's it's uh, it's a it's really a spiritual reference book is what it is.
1: You'll have to get the book to find out how to live a better life because we didn't get you to will. that part. We did
0: not get there.
1: <laughs> right. Thank you so much for being on. I've really enjoyed our conversation.
0: Th- Thank you, Barb. I enjoyed it too.
1: Great. Thanks. Bye-bye.